Sunday night, Okay. Um, benefit number three I want to talk about. Benefit number three, he goes into the alchemist. So benefit number three of Bitochen is that a person has a, a free, unworried mind. Right? So you can daven, you can daven with a clear mind. You're not afraid you'll miss an important phone call. Right, you have a mind, a phone call, you, you're going to miss it. Even if you take the phone off the hook, so you're worried. It's busy, will they call back? Your mind is free. Nothing's going to happen if you miss the phone call. Because Baruch will take care. You're not going to miss anything. It's only, it's only since they invented cell phones that <laughs> we have to be in touch with everybody 24 hours a day. Turn them off. Well, you, you can, can turn them off, off, but you know, if you don't have bitachon, then you're worried. You're talking, you're going to miss an important call, and will they call back? Well, stop. You're nervous something will happen. It doesn't go for small children. If you have small children, then something happening is it's not a matter of bitachon because because uh, something always happens. <laughs> that's that's called that's called crossing the busy highway with your eyes closed. If you just dive in and you let your small children have the run of the house. So we're not talking about that. But your mind won't blow on business matters or things you're responsible for. You have to do this. You have your mental checklist of things you have to do that day. Your mind is clear for Abode Hashem. And then the Chavit Havodah says, you want to have a picture of someone with a clear mind, with an unworried mind, an uncluttered mind. So he gives the example. Well, to us, it would be the counterfeiter, someone who can produce money whenever he wants to. He goes down to the basement. He needs money. He produces whatever he wants. Parenthetically, I was, I was wondering why why the Chayvus Halvodus didn't just say someone who has tons of money. Like, why does he have to talk about this alchemist? <laughs> like. Someone who got it, who won the lottery, someone who was Yoresh, a lot of money. He could all of the things that he says. What to us represents security and not being worried because any problem that comes up, I'll just I'll take care of it with money if I have a limitless supply of money. So uh, I was bothered by why does he give this example? Why doesn't he just say someone with a lot of money? So I. I, I I thought to myself, it's a suggestion, it's a thought, that maybe, you know, he wants to have this, he wants us to have this image of someone that, so whenever he needs money, he goes downstairs and he gets money, like the ATM machine, right? Whenever you need money, right? there's a machine that gives you money. So maybe he wants to, like maybe Bitochon can be used that way also. That's what I was thinking. He wants us to conjure up an image that, you don't have to, it would be nice, and it's nice to walk around with limitless amounts of money. But he wants to give the example of the alchemist. Because, you know, you, you don't walk around with limitless amounts of money. So, but whenever you need it, you go downstairs and you produce it. Maybe he wants us to have this image by Bitochon the same way. Like, you don't have to walk around with this heaviness it's more, you know, you work on it, and then 
it's like in the back of your mind. That's how you live. And then whenever you need it, you pull it out of the reserve. That's like we could use bitachon. When we need it, we, we pull it out. We go down to the basement, so to speak, and we produce it. You don't have to... Like it, it's not something you'll always have to be thinking about the whole day. When you are practicing bitachon and you're developing bitachon, Chavit wants very much. You should think about so is Rabbi Malinowitz, that you should think about the things we're learning. But the, when you have it, to whatever degree you have it, it's, it's something you call upon when you need it. You, you, you have, you're facing a, a crisis, you don't know how to deal with something, something's come up, so you're like, you go down, and, and you, you can, that's what he wants you to have, that image. It's not something you have to have. You could call upon it. So, he says, if you imagine a counterfeiter, so whenever he needs money, he produces it. So that's probably the most secure person we can think of in our minds. So he says, if you develop bitachon, you're, so you're still in this third benefit of serenity, calmness, unworried, an uncluttered mind for Avodos Hashem. So he says, there's, if you compare it to this counterfeiter who can produce money at will, whenever he needs it, he can produce money, the he really has a lot to worry about, this person. And the Baal Bitochon is, is even more serene and more confident and more calm and more unworried and has a more uncluttered mind than this person that could produce money whenever he wants, in ten ways. He goes through the ten ways that the Baal Bitochon is more serene than this person who could produce money. So the first thing is that uh, the person needs access. He has to have certain materials and he has to have access to the machine, the equipment to produce it. He needs something. He needs something to produce it with. So he has to access it. It's not just there. So who says he'll be able to access it when he needs it? Maybe he needs these materials to produce what what he's producing. In his case, it's gold whether it's gold or coin or money, whatever. But you're totally on something, and you don't know that thing will always be there. So I was learning this, I, I thought, you know, you think he's exaggerating, maybe. So I'll tell you a personal story. I have, I have, I need a certain sum of money now, so I have it in the bank. So I could be better than having money in a bank. No problem. Right, it's there. Hashem. So I, uh, I go. They <laughs> say, "I'm oh, sorry, the account. They have no access. They're not letting me access my money. They closed the account." <laughs> what? You, you've been taking my money all along. It didn't seem like it was closed. It's only closed. <laughs> like why is it closed when I want my money? And why wasn't it closed when you took my money? They, they never gave me an answer on that one. So they cl- why did they close the account? Because of. It seems some paperwork that I filled out wasn't filled out properly. So they blocked the account. And then they didn't tell me, though, about it. But then 30 days went by, and a blocked account. And then is apparently, after 30 days of blocking an account, then they closed the account. But they don't want to give me my money either. I say, it's my money. Give it to me. No, they can't. It's a blocked account. It's a closed account. So I have all this money sitting there. It's not that much. Don't get excited. <laughs> I have this money sitting there, and I can't access it. 
By the way, so everybody here thinks I'm talking washing horror about Eretz Israel, the Israeli bank system. I'm talking about Citibank, American the United bank. States of America, <laughs> good old Citibank. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> all right, everybody was thinking about Eric Israel, like uh, Citibank. Okay. So the point is, you need access, right? I have money. I'm very secure. I need money. I'm making a chasma. I'm very secure. I have money in the bank. I cannot. I can't access the money. That's what I'm saying. Look, no matter what, he has to access it. So he has to access the materials. He has to access the equipment. So who says he'll be able to? Mashen came with a Kodesh Baruch Hu. He said, Kodesh Baruch Hu, there's no, there's no stopping him. There's no problem. There's no obstacles. A Kodesh Baruch Hu is always available. And then he goes on to give examples. So then I, he gave examples. His examples are very carefully chosen, I realized. He gives examples when, you know, we say, his examples, all his examples are when people were in a situation that they couldn't imagine, they couldn't imagine how they would climb out of the, how they would climb out of the situation. Elio Anovi was in the Midbar, the, 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 the hundred Nevian were hiding from Izevel, they're in a cave. Who's going to give them food? They're all, the example of the Chavis Halvavis are all when the person felt, and we've all felt that this way at times, we've all experienced in our lives, you know, a Mayayan Yovo Ezri type of feeling. Like It looks like an insurmountable problem. Where's the Yeshua going to come from? Last week I was bothered by, he talks about Nisan. Nisim Gluyim. Like, how could we relate to that? Like, thank you, Anais. And I realized I, I made a mistake. I thought about it. I made a mistake. It's very important to talk about Nisim. And that's the importance of Pesach, to talk about the Makis and Yitzias Mitzrayim. And that's why we mention Yitzias Mitzrayim every day twice when we say Kriyashma. It's very important to really, really understand, yeah, Hu does Nisim. Not that we expect the Nase to happen. But if you want to develop the mindset that what he's talking about, that you don't have to worry about accessing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he's always accessible and there's no blockage. It's not, nothing's not accessible when you're talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The counterfeit or the alchemist has to worry that what he needs, I have to worry that my money is accessible to me. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's no, you boteach HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's always access. So you say, well, yeah, but HaKadosh so, Baruch Hu can do Nisim. It's not important if he'll do a nice goli for us today, nowadays. But we really have to, you know, we all believe in Hashem. <laughs> we all believe in Hashem. We all, but we really, you know, there's a Pasuk in, in Shmuel by Yehonasan, when Yehonasan went to fight the Plishtim, so two people went to fight the entire army of the Plishtim. He was inspired, and he said, we're going to go. We're going to go, and he says, ki ein ma'atzor l'ashem lo'shiel b'ravo b'ma'at. That's his lashem. Ein ma'atzor l'ashem. There's no, there's no obstacle. So it's really, 
beautiful words, and the Malbim really explains the phrasing. He says, you know, you have, Hashem is very strong. So you say, okay, so you could pick up a 10-pound weight. And then you say, a 50-pound weight, he could pick that up also. A 100-pound weight, a 1,000-pound weight. He's so strong, he can pick up any weight. But the image we always have is that this is harder than that. He, he has to overcome more. But he can do it. He's Hashem. Like, but Ein Matzor Hashem, Yehonasen said, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a childish conception. HaKadosh Baruch Hu being what he is. I mean, Ein Matzor, there's no 50 pound weight, million pound, there's no such thing. Hashem's will is what happens. There's no Ein Matzor. That's the Malbim's explanation of, the, of that phrase. It's not like, you know, this is how, <laughs> is Hashem going to do this? No such thing. So that's why it's okay for the Chavis to bring down, he brings down some stories of Nisim, with Ovadia wasn't a nace, it was just unexpected. I'm sure everyone here, if it would be a workshop, we'd go around the room now, and everybody would say a story, right? When you least expect it, the Yeshua comes... Hashem, there's no lack of access. Hashem can send the Yeshua in any way. I don't know if people here are not in Shaduchim yet, or some are. I know some. I, my brother-in-law, I have a sister in Flatbush, so she, Baruch Hashem, married off Baruch Hashem, virtually all of her children. So when I started marrying off my children, so I, uh, I said, what do you do? Like, so my brother-in-law told me he says don't be embarrassed he says, everybody you meet tell them you have a child in Shaduchim, it's a boy, a girl this is how old, this is what they're looking for and he says you never know from where the Yeshua will come you never know so it's not a lack of bitachon Adarabah if you don't have bitachon so you say I'm not going to waste time with people, I'm going to go to the Shatchan. Shatchan, I'm going to put my name on a list. I'll go to a better Shatchan. I'll pay more money. I'll go to a Shatchan. That no. He says, it's really, it's the other way around. He says, tell everybody. You never know. So I, Baruch Hashem, I listened to him. I don't do that often. I don't know, but I did. <laughs> I did, I did. I really, I was an Eretz Yisrael. I said, well, Eretz Yisrael, how in the world? And I just would do that. I was on the bus. I just steeled myself. It's very hard to do. And I said, this is my hishtadlus. And everybody I met, I and I want you to know, I, the, the, my first two shidduchim I did, I, I'm, I can tell you the story, but I really don't. It really came about in that way. It came about because someone that I said, someone I said that to, said, you know something? I have an idea. One person did it after, three months after I said it to him. Something clicked. He said, oh, Milinowitz told me one night after Meyer, standing on Sarotskin that night, he told me as a daughter, you know something, I have a boy. And that's how it came about the first two. And I can tell you my third son, my third child that I married off, it wasn't such a story, but it was also in an entirely unexpected way. That's the point I want to make. That the Chavis Halvovus' point in these examples that he gives is that the Yeshua comes when it's unexpected because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has no Ein Ma'atzor. <coughs> so the alchemist has to worry. Things have to be perfectly correct for it to work. 
he wants to counterfeit the money. So he's worried, will he be able to get the, talk about a counterfeit, will he be able to get the ink? Will he be able to get the plates that he needs? <coughs> will he be able to get the right kind of paper? Will the electricity work to run the machine? I know he has to worry, but there's no such worry. So, and uh, that's it. So, so that's that's the first. The Baal Bitachon has more of a worry-freed mind than a person that could produce money at will. The first reason is this, that he needs access to materials and equipment, and when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's Ein Ma'atzar. Okay. The second, the second, and Avkuf Chathei, the second uh, way, the second way in which the Baal Bitochon is less, is more worry-free than the counterfeiter, than the alchemist, is the alchemist, so in the Chavis Alvavis' example, he says the alchemist, it's, it's not healthy. There's a lot of fumes. I mean, they actually did this. So he's talking about a real thing. There were fumes and there was smoke. And he would inhale. It would be injurious to his health. He would have to sit there. and It, would, it wouldn't be a healthy thing to constantly uh, breathe in the fumes. The Efser Sheyim Yisuhu Reichoseim Ve'edehem. It's hard work. And he, well, you know, so he said, there's always... There's a lot of aspects to this. He says, there's always unwanted consequences in in anything a boss or badam does. Many times. I know by lawmakers it's always true. Any law, you see the perfection of Torah. (laughs) Any law that a boss or badam makes, then they realize like two years later, uh uh-oh, like look what happened because we did this law. There's always... And they patch on another law to fix up that, and then they just keep patching up. Anytime something happens, they make another patch. So here also he's saying there's always there's consequences. The, the side effects. It's called I think there's even a name for it. It's called the law of unintended consequences. He says, With Hashem nothing's unintended. The alchemist has side effects and side problems that come along with the production of the material. To extrapolate it to our lives, anything that we may be so mechan, a lot of times there's baggage. There's baggage that we don't want. Right? We want to, we want to, even a job a person does. Many people are stuck in jobs that they don't enjoy doing. Even though the Chavis Alvavis will see later and when we actually start learning. Shara Bitachon. He's very much is a big believer in job satisfaction. He holds a person has to have job satisfaction. You have to enjoy what you're doing, and that's how Hashem guides you in doing your hishtadlus for parnasa. Is that you have to enjoy what you're doing? If you don't enjoy what you're doing, there's something wrong. You shouldn't be doing it. But what he's saying here is that many times a person doesn't enjoy what he's doing. Because he feels resentful that he's doing it, that he or she are doing it. And if about bitachon, it's not just health. My point is, he's not just talking about health. It's 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 any side effect of whatever you're doing. You so on something. You so on a job. You so on on somebody to help you with a problem. There are always side issues that come along with it. 
when, when you get married, there's always a mother-in-law that comes along with it. <laughs> there's always things. That, there are things that come along with it, and and, and with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so, so you always, again, there's always an area of worry. Even the alchemist has an area of worry. What's going to be with his health? He's not getting enough sleep. It's never perfect. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, someone that's, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of everything. HaKadosh Baruch Hu covers everything. There are no unintended consequences with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you know everything's going to work out. And, and you're ready to accept what doesn't work out. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu's doing it. But the scope of your... The scope of the alchemist's security is very limited. It doesn't include his health. In fact, what he's doing is injurious to his health. With Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you be tochens. The scope is 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 is, is limitless. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is taking care of everything. So if you feel confident and you're relying on Hashem, that for example, this job is going to work out. But what's going to be with 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 the house? So, you, so if if there's a mahalach, if if and I'm I'm stressing, if there's a mahalach that it could work out, now you can't, you, we can't ask Hashem for nisan. But if there's a mahalach, it could work out. Then you can, and it's necessary to do. Then you can have bitachon. Then Hashem will take care of that also. There are no unintended consequences with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. If it's a if it's a right thing to do, and it's something that you could you're relying on Hashem to pull you through, then everything will work out. The health and the money and everything. There's no Krada with health. It's I was reminded this week. It, it, it's funny, you know, because we're talking about bitachon and stress and worry. And I, I think it's quite well known, it's not a Kiddush, that studies show that many, many diseases are caused by worry and by stress. Uh, even things like like diabetes, and certainly heart problems, but even things like sight or, or <coughs> blood. Skin condition. What? Skin <coughs> That's for sure. It, it's caused by stress. So it's funny, like he, like he picked health for the alchemist, and, he, so, and I'm just expanding that, that it means there are always unintended consequences that might not be so welcome, but the truth is, by health gufa, that is really a consequence of, of lack of bitachon. It affects the health. Stress causes disease. It causes people to be ill. So, bitachon is in direct um, health is could be a major part of Bitochum too. So that's what he's saying here. That so he's talking about health from in a different sense that there's no unintended consequences. So if you if it's something that's correct to do and you're being so mechan Hashem, so that covers everything. And he brings down the Posad Binos Desha Yarbitsaini, Al Me Sinaleni. Right, the Hashem Rowi Loechsar. Loechsar. Everything's taken care of. You're on. You're in. A, you're in. Noosdeshe, meimenuchos. You don't have. You can't. It extends to the side things also. And I'm saying health happened to be. Maybe a person has a job. You know, this is so common. 
I mean, people have jobs and they become workaholics. Right? It's just no big They're relying on their job. So then they, they become workaholics and then everything suffers. The family suffers, the children suffer, the spouse suffers, they get into their job because they're relying at everything creates when you're not with Hashem, so that's what he's saying. There's always the danger of 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 these side effects. Even on a practical level. Person relies on Hashem, not on the job, so they won't become a workaholic. So you look, Atkan, I did enough. I'm relying on Hashem anyway that this will bring me in what I need. So why do I have to push, 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 push? And then, so that would be a perfect example. He's talking about an alchemist and fumes and health. But I'm saying if the, if during the week you should try to think of the concept and we can, when you're not relying on Hashem, you create situations and then you think they're unavoidable and inescapable, but really they're all products of of lack of bitachon because, because we focus and then like a workaholic is the best example. And it's injurious to health and to a lot of other things suffer because of it too. So that's the second way in which the Baal Bitochen is actually more secure and more worry-free than a person that can produce money at will. The third way, the third way is that the alchemist is always worried that people are going to find out his secret. So, right, when people have good fortune and they're soimuch on that good fortune or they, they have a stock market tip, right, or they could produce money at will. So they're afraid. They're, so you say, oh, what, they have nothing to worry about. They're always secure. But the, the truth is they're always scared. They're always scared someone will find out. Someone will steal it from them. Someone will master on them to the government. Because what he's doing is illegal. Someone will want to do the same thing. Or open up a, com- a business. And then they'll take away his business. Someone else will do it. So you're, you're always, you become really self-centered. You become like a hermit. You become inward-looking, like you become self. You have some good fortune, you know how to do something. And you're worried. You're worried that someone will take it away from you. You're worried you'll have to share it with someone. You, because you're worried there won't be enough for you. So, so the security of the alchemist is always marred by this new worry. He's secure with money, but he's worried people will find out about it. The government will find out about it. Someone will take it away from him. Someone will love to share it. But a person with pitochon, he says, he shouts from the rooftops. He's not afraid. He's not afraid people will find out his secret. He wants to share his secret with others. He wants to tell people to have bitachon. He doesn't have the worry of, of sharing, of giving. There won't be enough for him. He can tell his secret. He, he, he wants everybody. You have a stock market tip. You don't want anybody else to know. Because if too many people buy the stock, and Adarabba, someone will suspect something inside the trading, they'll stop... 
Everybody will jump on the bandwagon. Elamis, but the Baal Bitochon is mispoor, and he says, Belukimba Tachti Loira. It can't be taken away from him. He doesn't have to worry that someone will muscle in on it, that someone will want to, sh- he'll have to share it with someone, and there won't be enough for him. We're talking about Bitochon Belukim. So you want to share it. The truth is, Ruchnius, you always want to share. There's an interesting phenomenon that Gashmius, it's, a, it's simply explained. Gashmius, Gashmius is, we, 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 we're selfish about, basically. Ruchnius is much more, we're expansive. We want to share, we want to teach, we want to, we have an insight, we want to tell others the insight, we want, and there's a reason for it, it's not stam. Because in Gashmius, everybody's different. So you feel choluk from your fellow Jew. Because there's me, and there's you. So everybody's nervous, there won't be enough. Because everybody's different. But in Ruchlius, so we're all one neshama. Everybody in Klal Yisrael is one neshama. So when we're in Ruchlius mode, we we feel the way a Jew should always feel. The, we're one. All the neshamas are one neshama, so we don't feel like we're. It, it's 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 it's. Um, we're not conscious of this, but this is the this, this is the this is the explanation of the phenomena that when we're being ruchniyistic, we're relating to our neshama. And our neshama is all one. Every Chal Yisrael is like one big neshama. Chavetz Chaim says explicitly, with Hashem, there's a neshama that includes Chal Yisrael. So you want to, sh- you don't mind sharing. So instinctively, we feel like it's all one thing. But in Gashmius, so there's my hand and your hand. <laughs> so we're different. My stomach, your stomach. So. If I don't have enough food, if I am afraid, someone's going to take away from me. So that's why the phenomena exists. But but this third this third point is that that the alchemist has to worry that people will find out. A person gets a Yerusha, nobody wants to say. People win the lottery, they wait like a year. They wait till the last day because they don't want people to know because everybody's going to bother them, they're afraid they're afraid what's going to happen when you have bitachon so you don't have that okay, now we'll go on to the fourth thing the fourth difference the fourth way in which a bal bitachon has a more worry free mind than a person that can produce money at will (coughs) shabal hakim ya Lo yimolet mikach im sheyochen harbe. I mean, he doesn't have, like how much he, he can't. It's never perfect. Life is never perfect, even when you have a money-producing machine. Again, extrapolate it to things in your own lives. <coughs> it's either too much, or it's too little, or it's too early, or it's too late, or it's not the right time. It should have happened yesterday. It should wait till tomorrow. 
we, you know, it's never right, or it's too often not right. Even this person, what should he do? He has this dilemma. Should he produce a lot of money, a lot of gold, and the Chavis is marshal, and he doesn't know where to store it? Maybe someone will steal it from him. So uh, what's he going to do with all this money? Where's he going to put it? But if he produces too little, then something can come up, some uh, some great business opportunity will come up, and he won't have money. He can't run down to the basement and quickly, within the next four hours, produce what he needs. So he, so he, so he, another area of worry for the alchemist. You say, who's luckier than this guy? He can produce money at will. But how much should he produce? How should he regulate it? Will it be there when he needs it? Will it be there in the right time? Will it be there in the right amount? Maybe he shouldn't have anything saved up. Maybe he'll produce like one week's worth at a time. And he has this problem. He's always afraid. Maybe it'll get lost. Maybe it'll get stolen. Any reason that could destroy it, that could uh, make it, that could have it get lost. So with all of his unworriedness, he has this new area of worry. He's worried about how much should he produce. If it's too much, he's worried it'll get stolen. Someone will find out, someone will snitch, someone will tell, someone will see it. If he only prepares a little, Maybe he won't be able to do something that's very, very necessary. Something comes up, he needs money, he doesn't have. So he runs down to the basement, right? He's all out of ink. He can't produce it on demand, so it's not regulated. But for Haboteach Pashem, Haboteach Pashem, Hashem will, Hashem will give you what you need, when you need it, and the amount that you need it, at the right time. You don't have this worry. He's not making promises, He's explaining that Bitofon Bashem will produce a serenity and a confidence and a sense of security beyond what we could imagine. Our image of the most secure person in the world is the money the person that has as much money as he wants. So he's saying he has this worry of, 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 of regulation of when, how much will it be there when he needs it but the question doesn't come up Hashem is, Hashem is omniscient omnipotent Hashem is always there Hashem is always aware of what I need Hashem knows what the right time for me to have something is Hashem will give him, will be mechalkil him, will be mefarnas him, in the right time, and in the right place. Kolzman, it's a umimakom she yirtza. 
there's no there's no obstacles. Kamoshi machalkalas uber berechem. Look how Kadosh Baruch takes care of a fetus. So a nace, a nace that the fetus gets nourishment. The fetus exists and, and breathes, and how it breathes and how it gets nourished and how it grows. <laughs> how does Hashem get in there? <laughs> you have a chick in, in a shell, in an egg. Asher Aimbo Mavarelo Mi Bachutz. You can't, right? It's like magic. It's, how do you get into the shell, the egg? There's no hole in it. Something is sustaining that chick in the egg. Asher Aimbo Mavarelo Mi Bachutz. The Ha'ov Ba'avir. I don't know, you have to ask Muslim Slipkin about this. How do birds eat? There's no food up there. They're always, they're flying. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's what they need, what do they do? They swoop down in the right time. They see a fish sometimes. They see a bug, a worm, food. It's the right time. Hashem takes care. They swoop down and they get their food. The Hadog B'mayim. Fish and water. The Hanamola, an ant. Remember, Hashem is taking care of all of these, of all of these things, of all of these brios. Hashem is taking care of the smallest ant that's weak. An ant, how does it have? Parnosa, patolas, a worm. Al-Afchul Shosam, Mazmin, Parnosa, everybody gets what they need, when they need it, at the right time. If you study, if you study these books, you read it. It's it's a pillar how they are nourished, how they find food. If you, that's a subject in itself. How each animal gets finds and gets and accesses the food that that it needs. And sometimes the nomola will have food. and the big strong lion can go hungry. The mixus asmanim. Alaf kocho, kmoshamar david amelech, kefirim, that's a young lion, a young strong lion, roshu v'raevu, right? But v'dorshe Hashem lo yaksru chaltov, if you're hooked up with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, there's no, you don't have to worry about, will I have money when I need it? If I have too much money, it's also no good. Fight or a worry. Valbitochan says, Hashem will be there for me when I need him. Any time I need him, even if the Uber needs him, the Efroach in the Beitzah needs him, the Of needs food now. It's up in the sky. It gets the food that it needs. The Omar, Lo Yarev Hashem Nefesh Sadik. The Omar, that's what we say, Nar Hoyisi Gamsokanti, Velo Risi Sadik Nezov, the Zarem of Lachem. Kodesh Baruch Hu provides, Kodesh Baruch Hu gives. When you need it, there's no... You don't have to worry about your allowance. Maybe you have to worry about your allowance per year. <laughs> Not to spend too much. Kodesh Baruch Hu makes a gzera, Rosh Hashanah, how much you'll have for the year. But it's what you need. It's what you need, and you have access to it. So therefore, that eliminates that area of worry. Okay, I'm going to stop here.
because uh, it's it would be good if you I don't know if anybody ever ended up getting the cipher but and not, if you have time to at least think about the ideas it's worthwhile it's not I mean I, I understand it's very very pleasant to listen to me I'm sure but it's pointless it, it, uh, pardon the sharpness it's like pointless to just listen you have to think think of examples in your own lives think of what it could mean how you've experienced this how whether you were a nervous wreck or you weren't a nervous wreck the, the, the is very very you know, he's talking about an alchemist and fumes and health and people stealing from you but Again, I'm trying to show you the way to learn how to love us. You have to think of, you know, he's talking about an alchemist and fumes, and I'm talking about a guy that works and is a workaholic, and he doesn't sleep enough, and he doesn't eat properly, and he gets an ulcer. This is Maisim B'chol Yom. This is not an alchemist who's breathing in fumes. People get ulcers from work. People become... they, They lose their health over work. Their family suffers. This is... This is an ongoing universal problem he's talking about. This is not some, you know, marshal that he dreamed up that's uh, very improbable. This is Rebosai, this is Rebetzinosai, sorry. (laughs) This is Maisim B'chol Yom. These are things that happen every day to everybody. Everybody's at risk when it comes to these things. And then they do things, and so that's... It's, it's worthwhile, it's, you know. With Chavis Hamavos, he could even he could even memorize because he's always making lists. So I let's see if I remember it. First, he talked about the benefits of bitachon. The benefit is if you, Hashem will respond in kind. That was the first benefit of a general to have bitachon. Hashem will respond in kind. What was the second benefit? You see, I can't even remember now. The second benefit was that you won't you won't give in to evil. You'll speak up when things have to be spoken up. You won't be afraid of people. If something's wrong, you'll you'll speak up. That was the second benefit. The third, right? So benefit one is Hashem will respond in kind. Benefit two is you'll you won't be afraid of people. You'll stand up for what's right. Benefit number three is you'll have a free, uncluttered, worry-free mind for Avodos Hashem. And we're in the middle of benefit three where he goes off on a tangent and he says, imagine the most unworried person you can think of, a person that could produce money at will. That's all, he has no worries in the world. Now compare him to the Balbi Tochen. He has to worry, he has the, he has the materials to produce it. Right, that's number one. Number two, he has to worry about the side effects, the unintended, the law of unintended consequences he has to worry about. Number three, he has to worry about people finding out about his good fortune. He doesn't want to share it. He doesn't want people to steal it. That's number three. And number four is that uh, he can't regulate it. He's not sure how to regulate it. Will it be available to him when he needs it? He can't just snap his fingers. It takes... It, it has to be there when he needs it, at the right time and the right place. And all these things, when you have bitachon, your mind's clear. Okay.